The Jackrabbits force five turnovers in a 41-6 route of Northern Iowa in front of 19,357 at Dana J. Dykow Stadium. Thanks for sticking with us during the break. You were listening to FCS Nation on the Palmetto Radio Network. Yes, folks, it's that time. You hear it each and every week. It's the honorary captain of the week. This one, though, the Week 8 edition, it's plural. We have two captains joining us who I'm going to introduce in just one second. This segment, of course, presented by Northwestern Mutual and Alex Lemonade Stan. This initiative that you guys have come to know, our audience, the reoccurring audience, Alex Scott was somebody who set out to try to cure childhood cancer. Alex Lemonade Stan and the foundation, they're changing lives of children with cancer by funding impactful research, raising awareness, and supporting families and empowering everyone to help cure childhood cancer. Every day, over a thousand children worldwide are diagnosed with childhood cancer, yet childhood cancer research is consistently underfunded as compared to other types of cancer research. And it is all up to us, myself, Stone Labanowitz. My two guests who I'm going to introduce, and alongside them, of course, Mr. Chris Shankle has been on the program now two, three times, but let's get into who's joining us. It's Mr. Brian Williams, defensive tackle for the South Dakota State Jack Rabbit. And Mr. Quentin Hicks, somebody who's also in the trenches with him, but on the end for the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Appreciate you guys for giving the show some time this week. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. And alongside them, like I had mentioned, who's joined the program three or four times, the managing partner for Northwestern Mutual, the Sioux Falls Division, Mr. Chris Shankle. Chris, of course, as I always say, thanks for joining the show this week. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think the things that we've been able to accomplish up to this point, Chris, have been uh, nothing short of a blessing. Almost $2,000 raised, and I've had about three or four athletes on all leading the fight against childhood cancer but with Quentin and Brian you understand what we're trying to accomplish childhood cancer is underfunded like I mentioned but there are so many other things that go into this and a lot of it spearheaded by Northwestern Mutual the ability for you guys to join the show it means a lot we're just trying to shine light we're trying to raise awareness for childhood cancer trying to raise the funds through the power of you guys you guys have a different tie to all of this you guys were interns for Northwestern Mutual in the spring of 2023 carried it on all the way through the summer and I think I have a little peek behind the curtain, the fact that you guys have a future in this. You guys plan to carry it on all the way about. But for both of you, Brian, I'll start with you, though. When this initiative first came about and you were reached out about doing it and partaking and having a hand in all of this, did you think when you first came into college that you'd ever be a part of something so powerful in an initiative like curing childhood cancer? Yeah, I mean, you always look for those opportunities. But I'll tell you one thing about going to South Dakota State is you meeting Coach Stig and he's always big on mad, make a difference, you know, make a difference in your communities, make a difference in someone's life. And then joining Northwestern Mutual, you just get to see that come to fruition. You get to see making a difference in someone's life, making a difference in, you know, something that's so underfunded, which is honestly sad. Uh, For me, I would just say it's a blessing to be a part of raising money for something like this. And Quinn, same thing for you. When you first walked into college as an 18 year old, right? Your eyes, your focus is all on football, but to be asked to be a part of something like this, now that you're a senior and about to embark in the real world, your first First thought was what when you were proposed this? I thought it was a great, uh, like Brian said, a great opportunity to kind of just shine a light on it. It's really sad, like he said, that it is underfunded. But being able to help make a difference and hopefully at least bring awareness to it was awesome. And um, it's crazy to see uh, where we're at now and doing something great like this with you and with Chris. Yeah, to be quite frank, I don't think there's another initiative like this in the FCS right now. It's something me and Chris often talk about as, as far as the actual call to action side of things, like getting your fan base to get involved and contribute dollars. It, it's something that you can talk about and you see in some places, but I don't think it lives in the FCS. So for us to kind of be almost trailblazers in this is pretty cool. But what stands 
out to you guys. Quinn, I'll start with you this time about how this relates to you and why you personally wanted to be involved in something like this. I think personally, um, after uh, we went to our annual meeting and I saw what they're doing with uh, when you put a lemon on your head, Chris, correct me, but I think they donate, was it, how much money is it, Chris, every time you post a picture of it? $10 every time. So Lemon Top Challenge. So every time you, yep. Up to like, I think it was like $100,000, like something as simple as doing that. Posting on social media, I was like, this is a really great, really great charity, really great um, program to to support. That's um, why I really thought this is, this is something awesome. And Brian, was there something for you that stood out similar to the Lemon Top Challenge? Yeah, I mean, the, like a collaboration through everybody, like in um, I mean, it's a brotherhood there. And whenever they attack something, they attack it full force and across the country. And just seeing us get to attack something like childhood cancer, I mean, why not? I mean, literally, why not? It's a perfect storm. We're talking about raising money and raising awareness for childhood cancer to say no to something like that or not to be not interested in something like that I think is quite frankly blasphemy and what I want to get into is the internship program because another facet of this is getting some of the best experience in the workforce that is even available for student athletes and in my opinion in Northwestern Mutual it's one of the best internship programs in the country one of the stats that I always love reading when we're doing the honorary captain of the week for the past 50 years more than 52,000 college students have participated in NM's internship program now almost 100%. 100%. 98% of them said this was influential for them in the moment going through college and of course what they set out to do afterwards. So let's dive a little deeper into that. Interns, like I mentioned, can gain real life experiences from earning performance-based compensation, other attractive reimbursement programs, of course, for professional studies that can lead to professional designation for interns who go full-time. How did this come about, the relationship between you two and Northwestern Mutual? I, I know you guys intern, but I haven't heard much else and I want to know what that story is because I feel like in a sense, selfishly, you'd agree that this is going to change your life forever. But we'll start with you now, Brian, to get involved with this. How did it happen? Yeah, you know, my, my story is actually a little different than Quentin, where he got to meet Reagan on campus. But I actually reached out to Quentin and he referred me to Reagan, you know, and I mean, that's a big part of our business is referrals. And he referred me to that. And I got to go through the same process he went through. You know, I did the, you know, meetings and passed with flying colors. I don't know, because I was hired pretty quick. I was in a Ryan McKnight's class. He's a he's a player. Head JFPA, and he has a lot of great people come in. And Reagan, the head recruiting uh, in him in Sioux Falls, she came to our class and she kind of just talked about it a little bit. And her and Kristen actually just annual meeting. And and really, I just they talk a lot about annual meeting. I think of 70 kids, I was the only person to leave my phone number. And she calls me, and I, I'm not gonna lie, I almost never answer random phone numbers, but I answered it. She's like, Oh, it's Reagan. I'm like, hey, who, Who's Reagan? She goes, What with Northwest? I'm like, Oh, yeah. She goes, Are you still interested? I'm like, Yeah, sure, why not? And it actually was the week of the Iowa game. And uh, I was already super nervous for that already to begin with. But uh, I think we had a meeting on Thursday. She said, well, I mean, next week and the next week. And then, you know, got to uh, got the offer, got to got to pass my uh, insurance license and then took uh, took some classes. And then now we're now we're here. And you talked about kind of embarking on this journey with Northwest Mutual the week of the Iowa game. Let's kind of break that down a little bit, because I think time commitment is something scary for most student athletes around the country trying to get involved in the workforce. Most players in the FCS are on scholarship, but you do want to have some job experience. I think at at the age you guys are at, you think that football is your job, right? And you're not too serious about choosing a major that that matches what you're passionate about because you're just focused on football and you think that no matter what, I'm going to go get paid to play the sport and at the next level. I want to talk about handling time management and all of that kind of stuff with Northwestern Mutual. How good have they been on their side in helping you guys and break it down a little bit. What's it like? Are you talking about preparing for the week of Iowa and then getting a call from a prestigious company like Northwest 
Western Mutual. I'm, I'm sure battling those things are hard, but when you first stepped into the office, what were some of the things they were doing? What was the vibe like? How easy was it to manage your time and the things you had to do in the football facility and in the office? Quentin, I'll start with you. So well, that week of the Iowa game, it was uh, just a Zoom call on Thursday. That wasn't too time consuming. Thursday is kind of where we call it no sweat day. You know, we're pretty much already to go on Saturday. After that, and just like like this, like we're recording at what, 8.20 because Brian and I got out practice late, like just Chris being, you know, generous with his time with us. And then every other thing, like Reagan, a lot of times in the summer, we had stuff to go to for football. We had we had night practices and we couldn't make it to certain uh, meetings that interns had to go to. We'll just watch it later. You know, they were really accommodating to us uh, from that aspect. Yeah. And, and Brian, I'll ask you if you have any advice for, for kids, not quite your age, but maybe freshmen, maybe sophomore in college who want to dip their toes in the water, want to try to get some work experience, managing time. Is there a piece of advice you could give to kids out there? Yeah, I mean, joining a company like Northwestern Mutual is they teach you time management because you get paid for what you put into your work. Like we're compensated off of what we do. I mean, if you don't work, you don't get paid. And I feel like that's a big thing you want to do. Like some people feel like they're underpaid. Well, you can't feel that you're underpaid here because it's all based on what you do and the accountability that you hold yourself to. Um, you make your own schedule. I mean, what, what more could you ask for? Yeah. yeah, just just being thrown into the fire and having to learn it yourself. Yeah. I think oftentimes student athletes don't even get that opportunity. You time, you walk across the stage, you graduate and you're just thrown into that workforce, thrown to the wolves per se, but you guys are kind of at an advantage with what you've done at Northwestern Mutual. And Chris, I'll ask you this question here. Now, I know you weren't quite the athlete that these two are, Mr. Brian Williams and Quinn Hicks, but what qualities as an athlete translate to succeeding in the internship program for Northwestern Mutual? Well, we've talked about leadership in the past. That's one. Uh, I think you have to lead yourself. That's very very important being a business owner. Other qualities that you see consistently in athletes is one, you just mentioned time management, a lot of discipline. You have to be able to lead yourself in that space. Uh, I watched these two leave things early to make sure they got back to Brookings from Sioux Falls, constantly running back and forth, doing as many Zoom meetings as they could, hitting the weight room, uh, making phone calls they needed to, calling clients back or prospective clients. That discipline to do that uh, is is huge. I think another thing that stood out, especially these two and, and all athletes, these guys have been coached since they've been little kids. So anybody that's been an athlete, even through high school, you don't have to be in college. You could be a student in college now, um, a non-athlete. But right away, these two are very coachable. If I, you know, they've been coached on how to block, how to uh, do a swim move, how to do anything in football, and they're very coachable. They can take an aspect of listening to something, maybe ask the right questions on how to figure it out quickly, and they go do it. Uh, they get a win, it's great. They might take three losses trying to do it, um, and then they can still go do it and figure out how to get that win again. And I think that's very important, especially in running a business, especially the, their learning curve coming in day one. You can take as many classes as you want. There's a lot of technical things, but there's so much art and there's so much to the art business. Um, they have to adapt and be coachable. And these two are definitely that. And, and I think all of our interns will, will show that to a very, very high level. So those are some of the top qualities I think that stick out. Um, that discipline, coachability, uh, leadership in oneself and helping others and the desire, you know, to want something and to create impact. That's always there. And we find that a lot. 
That's all the money. That's all the money there by Mr. Chris Shankle, of course, managing partner for the Northwest Mutual branch that is of Sioux Falls, not too far from Brookings, right? They marry each other. It's well said, Chris. For the boys, I want to talk some football. You guys are off to a 6-0 start. I don't think that really surprises anybody. 3-0 in the Valley. Let's kick things off with this. Quentin, I'll start with you. Great this season so far. Give it a letter grade, A through F. Um, I would say A. I would say B because, you know, we're undefeated. That, that's awesome. But there, there's there's been a ton of games where we could have played a lot better, and I think we know we could have played a lot better. Brian, are you co-signing the B, or do you got a different grade? I'm definitely standing on the B with Quinn. There's a lot of things we've left on the table the past few games, and, I mean, we haven't played a complete game on defense yet, and – we haven't hit all of our goals yet, and that's something we really look forward to. I think it's pretty damn scary that uh, a couple of members on the number one team in the country are giving themselves a B, and they're 6-0, and and they're 3-0 and in the Valley. Kind of want to ask that question to ask this one. Obviously, you go from Coach Stig now to Coach Jimmy Rogers, and that preparation, you guys sound like you aren't satisfied, like a B is not even – I mean, I don't know. You guys didn't even sound excited about saying B. So Stig's preparation, I know, I've heard, is a lot different than Coach Rogers. They're just two – polar opposite personalities one's a little more conservative closer to the vest and jimmy lets you guys hear it has there been like an evident change or have you guys had to change your preparation and how you attack things with coach rogers more so than coach stig i wouldn't say we prepare different i mean you prepare how you want to play you know and it's pretty evident how we want to play and what we expect of ourselves but going from coach stig to coach rogers i would say the biggest difference is just like staying even more disciplined uh, you know, trying to do every little thing right. Like we don't want to like a misstep here. We're reloading it. You know, we're we're logged in. That's what you want in your head coach. And Quinn, what would you say the biggest difference is between the two? I would say it, it is nice. Uh, it's not a huge difference throughout the week. Like our, our practice schedule is still the same, and, and what we do on certain days. Um, I like what Brian said about um, uh, the small things. And it's also Coach Rogers coming in as, "Hey guys, like might have won this last year, but that was last year. We gotta keep it keep it even." I think that's the the biggest thing with Coach Rogers, and that's what we need to hear. Um, no one on this. Team member does get too high but it's always good to hear that from coach rogers and um you know keep us always wanting to get better yeah i think you know the general audience out there who whether you're just a fan of the fcs or you cover it from the media angle it was how is jimmy just going to pick up where stig left off like there was kind of a worry these are from people who don't really know football and don't really know what they're talking about there's kind of a worry out there but what i've always told people and i want you guys to put a stamp on this if if it sounds even remotely true but the intensity that rogers brings is just different and I think that was going to be the difference between you guys. Of course, coming off a national championship, it's like, okay, these guys can be a little complacent. Stig's gone. What's going to happen? Jimmy just turns the volume right back up. Like, it's like, no, no, we're going to go even harder than we were. Is that a true statement, both of you guys hearing that? Oh, uh, yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, we celebrated the Natty probably until week one of workouts. And it was nipped in the butt right there. I think, you know, we had a team meeting, you know, everything. It got thrown away right then. You know, we didn't. I would say nobody on our team is complacent. I think the hunger's still there. Uh, Why not do it again? Quinn, you feel the same way? Yeah. I remember Coach Rogers said he was he was happy until the morning. He's like, dang, I want to get another one. And that's kind of kind of how we felt too. We uh we celebrated, you know, those two weeks. And then third week we were working out. Everyone's like, you're back at workouts? Or you just, didn't you just <laughs> – you know, January 8th win, I'm like, yeah, we got to get another one. And that's what I think uh, is, is different um, with this team and why we've had the success that we've had. 
because we, we never want to be complacent. Yeah, and how do you guys stay motivated each and every week? Now there's a giant target on your back. You know, we use this analogy for North Dakota State, like teams in the Valley and teams around the country. That's their Super Bowl. It's easier said than done considering the Jackrabbits are the one with the trophy and the Jackrabbits are the one that everyone's out to get. I think that's the real truth. How do you guys stay motivated when there's a giant target on your back and every team that plays you treats it like the Super Bowl? I think it's just because, you know, the camaraderie we have on this team, like just speaking from our point of D-line, like we always want the best for each other. Like Max Bloom gets a sack. I guarantee every single D-lineman is, is getting hyped and getting excited. And I think that's what keeps us going is we want to be successful, not for personal statistics or anything, but for each other. Like I want to have Brian's back. Brian wants to have, you know, Ryan, Ryan Bamaro's back. Like that's just really what um, makes us keep going. Yeah, I would, I would double down on that. I mean, I've, I've been to a different school. You know, I didn't start out here. I transferred here. And just seeing the way that South Dakota State celebrates each other's success is the biggest difference of anywhere. You know, I mean, you got all Americans walking around like their first year guys just trying to make the field like <laughs> hungry. You know, you don't see that everywhere. And just the competitiveness atmosphere here, I would say, you know, that's what's the, that's the difference. Yeah, you guys are scratching the surface on, I think, a bigger question in all of this. I think one of the things I envy as a former player, and I think players all over the country right now can envy about you guys, is that senior class and, and how after last season, so many question marks, but you're able to get together. Don't know how you did it. Um, don't know how you got every single one of you guys back in the facility. But the senior class is, I mean, by far, in a way, the, the best senior class in the FCS right now. Just give the audience uh, a peek behind the curtains just a tad on what that was like, like how you guys spoke when you guys got together. What did you do to realize, all right, we need to run this thing back? There was a lot of, you know, announcements later, but you could just kind of feel the joy everybody had being around each other. You know, I guarantee you if Caleb Sanders had another year, Caleb Sanders would be back here again. Mm -hmm. Like, no question about it, no ifs, ands, or buts. Just the the brotherhood here. I mean, it's, it's not something you want to leave behind. And Quinn, you, you share those same feelings? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, these are my – I've been here a little longer than Brian. So, like, these, these are my best friends for the past four and a half years. Um, You know, I was already planning on com uh, coming back, but, you know, we got some dudes in the team who could have went to the league or tried to shot the league and they decided to come back because of you know just what we have around here with the brother with the brotherhood exactly having a chat here with quentin hicks and brian williams two defensive linemen for the south dakota state jack rabbits and alongside them of course is mr chris shankle defensively you guys uh wreak havoc each and every week number two total defense in the country giving up four and a half yards per play You've given out nine touchdowns on the season. It's week eight. You've given up nine touchdowns on the season. You're giving up 260 a game. Most of those yards coming, I'd imagine, in garbage time when you guys aren't even in on the field. What's working so well for you guys right now on the defensive side of the ball? I think we got a lot of depth. You know, at D-line, we play, what, nine defensive linemen. We play five, six linebackers. So, you know, you can send guys out there fresh. I think that's our biggest advantage, and that's also – a testament to our leadership, you know, no matter who's going in, they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, I would say the same thing, you know, just the depth that we have. I mean, there's a lot of guys that don't even get on the field that are that could be on the field. You know, they're dogs. And, you know, it's like, a, you know, K. Trevere said this in his interview preseason, like it's just like a shotgun. You just keep reloading it, you know. <laughs> it's like a shotgun. You keep reloading it. That's a, that's a quote there from Brian Williams. Hey, I'm going to put that one out there on social media. It's like a <laughs> shotgun. You just keep reloading it. Hey, listen, I played quarterback, so, of course, I'm going to find a way to force a mark question in there. You guys know that. Should have already expected it. Mr. Gronowski. What's he mean to this football team? Both of you guys go. I mean, he's just a leader. I think you've seen a Montana State game, but Roger said it, the, the guy's clutch. You know, there's not a lot of things that show up on the stat sheet that he does, but he's one of them guys, one of one. Mark's a dude. Um, you've seen the numbers dude puts up, what the weapons he has. But, like, 
my thing with Mark is Mark is one of my best friends. You know, I Mark is the quarterback of the number one team in the country, but he's still one of my best friends I hang out with all the time, and he's an even better guy. So that's what I really respect about Mark. These guys here, Brian Williams, Quentin Hicks, taking on Southern Illinois this Saturday. It's homecoming for the dogs. You know, what stuck out on film? Is this a game that you guys treat differently or just another day in the office? Quentin, I'll start with you. I'll go with with uh, the quarterback. He reminds me of a little, little another short quarterback they used to have that I used to play against called Stone. You know, reminds me of that guy a little bit. He's he's a dude. He, he can move around the pocket. Got a good arm. So that's what really stuck out. And they're got got some fast wide receivers too. Yeah, what pops out on film for you, Brian? Uh, I mean, SIU is a great football team in general. You know, uh, can't wait to play them. Um, confidence level in the facility right now, this game, one through 10. I mean, you know, never going to go into a game not being confident. Okay, yeah. so it's I a think 10. every team in the country, Southern Illinois, no matter who we're playing, they're going to say the same thing. Confidence is a 10. Confidence is a 10 straight up. Hey, just no beating around the bush. I love it. Hey, Mr. Brian Williams, Quentin Hicks, two defensive linemen for the Jacks joining us. And like I mentioned shortly ago, Mr. Chris Shankle, the managing partner up there in Sioux Falls. Let's talk a little bit about Alex Eliminates and got a few more for you guys here before we wrap this thing up. How cool is it for you guys just being by yourselves and playing the sport that you love that you can impact thousands? thousands of children's lives by raising awareness and funds for childhood cancer awareness. You know, as we talk about it and as you sit here and just just harp on some of the things that you're able to provide, is it something that when you were a child, you knew that this is something that you wanted to do or has this snuck up on you? I never thought of that when I was younger. Um, I did have a friend on my wrestling team back when I was 10. He had, he had pancreatic cancer, actually. Luckily, he survived it um, and we, we did have some fundraisers for him. So I did I did know that I enjoyed doing that and, and you know, trying to help as much as I can but not to the extent that Alex made stand has, has offered me. I love it. And Brian, why Northwestern Mutual? Like what about Northwestern Mutual stands out and is going to stick with you forever? Uh, I would say, you know, you want to find an opportunity whenever you're done playing ball or, you know, anything like that that you can compete in. And, you know, one thing about Northwestern Mutual is you get your numbers at what you did in activity, uh, sales, everything. You get that every day. You know, it's sent out every day through the email and just the accountability and the brotherhood that's there. Like everybody's picking each other up like, hey, we got to work on this. You got to work on your language here. You know, just the brotherhood that Northwestern Mutual offers is what I look forward to. Quinn and Brian, I want to ask one question. What's harder? Five minutes before? What's more nerve wracking? Five minutes before a national championship came or calling Mrs. Big? Which one? Which one's more nerve wracking? Five minutes before national championship or calling Mrs. Big. So I actually, I, I told Chris this, Brian and I both did. Calling like that client that, you know, is going to be potentially be a big one. It is no, it is rushed like no other. You know, we've ran out that tunnel. Um, both of us, he's played national championship twice and I have two. It's it's nothing like it. Um, I would say, I would say they're both about 9.5 on how hard your heart's going to be beating. Yeah, I would say they're both up there. It's almost like a little different though. You know, you're trying to sell yourself to a client and provide value in their life and trying to get them to understand that is just like, I don't understand. It's just like a different rush. Just a different rush. It speaks to the competitiveness that this initiative kind of brings to the forefront, right? We want people to donate. And what I want everybody out there to do is go to fcsstationradio.com. Right on the right side of the screen, there's a landing page. It says Alex's Lemonade's in. If you click on it and you click on donate, if you want to just check the rankings, click on it. And what's going to come up is Mr. Quinn Hicks' name and Mr. Brian Williams' name. And that's where you can go to donate. That's where you can learn more about the cause. That's what I want you guys to do. But for Quinn and for Brian, what I want you guys to do is kick some ass this weekend i appreciate you guys so much for giving the show some time this week thank yeah you. thank you for having us and chris i appreciate you for bringing these guys on board and into my life because all it's gonna do is make everybody around them better and of course like we had mentioned raise awareness for childhood cancer and everything that northwestern mutual is about thank you thank you fellas